0: Are you ready
1: to get down to business? Join seasoned entrepreneur, community leader, and Army veteran, Scott Shalom Klein, who will take you behind the scenes with those who work in America's small business scene and speak with leaders making an impact, creating jobs, and telling their story in entrepreneurship. So let's get down to business. On AM 560, The Answer, here's your host, Shalom Klein.
2: And indeed, we're all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship and business. We talk all about business here. You're on with Get Down to Business. I'm your host, Shalom Klein, and remember, on always download podcasts on my website at sykline.com. And while you're there, don't forget to follow me on Twitter, at Shalom Klein. It's going to be a jam-packed week of content and information, so let's jump right in. How often do we have this? We've got a world-class Team Canada distance runner who is taking the lead in health optimization and the longevity of movement. And that's Health Code Medical CEO, Lisa Brooking, who joins us here on the program. Lisa, thanks so much for jumping on with us. I've been super excited for this conversation.
0: Thanks for having me.
2: Absolutely. I know you have a master's degree of science in nursing. You've held many leadership positions across acute specialty and primary care and has served as a senior practice lead in cancer care. Um, Mm -hmm. So uh, in addition, of course, to your athletic accomplishments, you've run for Team Canada, uh, leading your squad to gold and silver medals um, in consecutive Pan-American cross-country running championships, um, and the list goes on and on. So that's quite an impressive background. So I'm curious how all of those things, let's start there, how those things sort of come together and how it makes you so passionate about the work that you're doing at Health Code and Medical.
0: Well, it's the perfect intersection between my athletic passion and my passion to keep everybody healthy. Because if you have health on your side, you know the possibilities are limitless.
2: Absolutely. No question about it. You practice what you preach. So health code, uh, you're providing a team based functional uh, medicine. So tell us a little bit about what this emerging field of medicine is really all about.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah, it's fantastic. Instead of reactive-based care, we're actually getting to the root cause. So we're not putting bandages on things. We're saying like, why do you need an increased insulin levels each year? And your blood pressure meds go up each year, or you were on antidepressants this year and now you are. So let's get to that root cause and let's figure it out so we can actually course correct. And so we're trying to give people back their health, give back agency over their health. And by doing that, functional medicine gets to that root cause. We do a lot around brain health. Um, It's the one organ you can't transplant, so you have to take good care of it. So we're looking at, okay, where is your brain processing speed? You know, what is the health of your brain? And what measures can we put in place today so that we don't have that cognitive decline? We all know that these chronic diseases, um, they start five, 10 years ahead of before those symptoms actually start showing up. So we got to start taking um, measures now.
2: Absolutely. So functional medicine, certainly, a, it, it really is a, a hot topic because everybody is unique. And again, I, I love that approach, which is fantastic. Um, so why? what is the health code medical uh, sort of difference? Why, why your team and, and why now?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, great question. Well, you know, we see health as an asset class. And similar to your wealth, you wouldn't want the same approach for your neighbor wealth management as you. So we take health as a very individualized approach, and so we are um, a boutique offering that has a level of standardization, but then we overlay that personalization. So maybe you're a female going through menopause, and those, it's like, what can we do to help with hormone replacement? Or you're trying to lose weight, or you're a male that's you know dying to get back out on the hockey rink, or you know um, football field, or want to keep up with your grandkids. So we overlay a level of personalization. So it's not a It's not just an annual medical where we're saying yes or no, we see cancers or aneurysms or bad things. We're also trying to say, okay, we see none of that, but what else can we do for you to turn back that clock, truly give you that vitality, that zest for life so that you can just live life on your terms. And we're able to do that because of our approach and we've had great success. We service clients across Canada and the U.S.,
2: that's awesome. Uh, again, chatting with Lisa Brooking, the CEO of Health Code Medical, uh, based out of Vancouver, but uh, certainly as uh, she just said, serving clients throughout uh, the U.S. and Canada, which is great. And so, Lisa, I want to I want to use that that jumping off point for a second and, and talk about uh, the new year. Uh, we're in the early days of twenty twenty four. Um, and there's a lot of things that have changed. There's a lot of things that have evolved in medicine and, and just culture and just life in general. So you've been, you've been in this line of work for a little while um, and you've seen the, the changes certainly of these past few years. What's different? What are, you, what are some of the trends that you're seeing and how it's impacting people's health and ultimately people's performance?
0: Mm-hmm. Well, certainly from a societal perspective, people realize that, whoa, I need to take ownership of my health. I can't rely on the government or different hospitals or physicians to take care of me. I need to take care of myself so I don't need to access those services. So certainly um, I've seen a certain shift in people saying, what can I do to not get sick, not get COVID, not get the flu? We know this isn't the last pandemic. So certainly that has um, happened alongside the extraordinary advancements in wearable technologies and testing. And that's what makes us really unique is we are a platform. So our bodies are not static. So why should um, our service offering? If there's a new test that emerges overseas, let's bring it in. So we aren't creating these strategic partnerships with just one company that does cancer screening or one company that does cardiometabolic. No, no, no. We bring in everybody. The whole world is trying to solve these problems. Who is best in class? We bring that in. We give you targeted results so that you can actually um, have a personalized plan um, for you. And so that, I think, gives people a lot of empowerment and agency over their health. And then they can move forward knowing that they have a plan. The new year, everyone's excited with to have these goals, but they don't have a plan. That's where oftentimes the wheels fall off, is they have the goal of losing the weight, but they don't know the appropriate approach. And they're just taking what they're seeing on maybe TikTok or social media. But what works for somebody may not work for you because we're all the same color blood, but genetically we're made up differently. So that's the power of coming to Health Code Medical is we provide you targeted solutions that are going to work. We track those trends. We give you the wearable technologies so that you can also see the trends. And we're healing the body from within. These testing are showing that we are healing you before you see it on the outside to keep momentum going.
2: Incredible! I'm fired up, and again, we're going to get folks over to your website in just a few minutes. Health and Medical—really um, fascinating, great insight. As as we've just been talking about the again the new year, uh, new trends, and certainly uh, that uh, you and your very very. Professional competent team are seeing. I, I want to go in a, a little bit of a different direction now. As uh, as mentioned, you are a uh, accomplished athlete. Uh, you are a accomplished uh, uh, healthcare professional. Uh, but now you are the CEO. Of a uh, of a business, um, and I, I want to talk about that uh, with fellow entrepreneurs, with fellow business owners on this program, no doubt that are going to 2024 with all sorts of fears and trepidations of of that uh, of that line of work. So, Lisa, what are some of the surprises that you've experienced in business ownership, um, but either the uh, the successes or if you can be blunt, the challenges that you might want to uh, give some words of wisdom and counsel to your fellow entrepreneurs tuning in.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, you know, whether it's an athletic endeavor or a business endeavor, you have to be able to pivot. So you can have a plan and it looks great on paper, but you need to be able to pivot. And so um, the way that I'm able to still have podium finishes and, and compete internationally, I won the Miami half marathon last year, I look forward to having a podium finish again this year, is I have a process, but maybe I need to adjust that process because I'm a year older, or because I'm, you know, something's happened in my health. So I would say, The ability to be able to um, have a good pulse and pivot is like that self-awareness is huge and that vulnerability to say, you know what, we opened up a healthcare company, it's during COVID and we have to adjust our plan and but what can we do in the meantime? So I am all about just being able to like, we're not losing sight of the goal, we have an end goal, but maybe it takes us a bit of journey to get there, but that's not all lost because what great things can we learn along the way?
2: I love it, and Lisa. Finally, in our just remaining forty-five seconds or so, uh, any New Year's resolutions or any uh, really uh, high-performance goals that you have for your team uh, at uh, the company, or just personally, uh, in in twenty twenty-four.
0: Oh, great question. Um, Yeah, we're very excited about um, being available in more communities and cities. So having more physical locations, we're going through a growth strategy, but currently we are able to support clients um, from abroad very successfully. So we just wanna continue to expand our reach and bring in these incredible testing that's available that otherwise people would have to fly to those countries for. And then personally, I, I role model the way forward. So I wanna continue to push my body athletically and um, see what I can do. And our team is, is so remarkable and continuing to expand um, uh, our um, excellent interdisciplinary clinical team.
2: Lisa Brooking, amazing, amazing conversation. Congratulations on all of your success. Wishing you the best in 2024 and beyond. And certainly I want to make sure our listeners can get in touch with you and your fantastic team. How can they do that?
0: Awesome. So it's, we have a website, healthco.ca, um, or you can find me on LinkedIn, Lisa Brooking
2: fantastic lisa we'll definitely make sure to link in the show notes as well to make it easy for folks to get in touch with you and of course your team as always go on my website sycline.com. that's where you could get in touch with all of our uh, past guests on the program we have a sneak peek of who's going to be in next week on the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship and be sure to go to your favorite podcast app just search for get down to business subscribe rate review and share it makes it even easier for others to find it we'll be right back in get Down to business Back on Get Down to Business, the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. And boy, do I have a treat in store for you. We are continuing our conversation with amazing leaders, amazing people doing amazing things in the community. And this next guest is a new guest to the program, but not on a new topic. We are chatting with the new Chief Operating Officer of Brepic Network. You have heard about Brepic Network in previous conversations. We've been joined many times in the past by Justin Breen, a frequent guest on the program and a good friend of mine, um, who is uh, really all about connecting visionaries to serve humanity. And one of the visionaries that he has brought onto his team, he didn't need to search very far is his wife, Sarah Breen, who joins us on the program again as the new Chief Operating Officer. Sarah, welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So Sarah, you have quite an impressive background. And that's why I am amazed, as impressed as I am with my friend Justin. Um, I know he's good with people, but I didn't think he was that good at recruiting that he can uh, bring you onto the team. Tell our listeners a little bit about yourself.
3: Okay, so I am a general pediatrician. I've been practicing since 2011 in the Chicago suburbs, and I thought that was the end all be all. Um, You know, you go to medical school, you go to residency, and you are a doctor. Um, Justin didn't actually recruit me, which is why this worked. I kind of had a snap moment where I realized that, well, he and I are very, very different. And so I realized that my strengths are his weaknesses, and vice versa. And I thought I could really jump in, join the team, and have a whole new life.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, um, it's uh, well that now everything is making a lot more sense over here in terms of uh, in terms of uh, how he was able to bring you onto the team. So That snap moment again. <sighs> we we alluded to this in the in the show intro. Brepic Network connecting visionaries serve humanity. Uh, so we sort of introduced um, Brepic Network on the program in the past. But what 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 was that snap moment? Tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Uh, sorry, a little bit more about that about that moment and and why it. Empowered you and inspired you to uh, to to take the lead in the operations of this fantastic uh, movement.
3: Sure, absolutely. So we were actually at a couples connection weekend um, through another business group that he's in, strategic coach, and somebody asked him what he does. And if you guys have heard Justin before, he's not really good at answering questions. So he didn't really answer the question. I went ahead and answered it for him. And I realized one, that my communication piece could really help him out. And two, just in the past, being at these couples connections, I found being around entrepreneurs really elevates me and makes me happier. So those 2 things combined, that is what made me suddenly say, wait a minute,
2: maybe this is what i meant to do. Absolutely. That's incredible. So uh, you've now been taking things to the next level. It's 2024 now, which is amazing. And uh, this is the year for uh, BradBook Network to really uh, go to that next level. It's an invitation-only network. What does that mean? And why is that important to our listeners?
3: Yeah, good question. So uh, Justin and his business partner wanted to create a connection site, a connection platform, basically, for exclusively to entrepreneurs who are changing the world, who want to meet with, connect with, collaborate with, those doing the same. Um, And so we basically vet the people in there so that you know the connections you're making are high level and for entrepreneurs who don't want to waste their time searching through other sites this is such a great way to meet people who just elevate you and essentially can help with anything it's global we have about 50 members already just in our first 6 months and we also provide a you know three times a month mastermind group to enhance the connectivity with it as well as some in person events
2: uh, amazing! So it's essentially a, a yearly membership program, um, but that's designed. And I know I've heard uh, Justin use these words many, many times: um, the visionary world changers, um, and very exclusive, very, very exclusive. And so this is not going to be the right fit for everybody on on several levels. But those masterminds—I mean, that's incredible—and the connections that are that are being developed and uh, really uh, developing uh, as a professional, developing businesses. And there's a lot of outcomes, which is where I want. To go in the conversation next, as the chief operating officer, you are uh, you are in the weeds of of ensuring the uh, the the uh, monitoring of, of this exclusive network and ensuring that there are obviously strong outcomes for everybody involved. So, without naming names, um, I'm I'm curious if you can share some of the things that you've already seen in those six months so far of of how some of these visionaries uh, have really come together and and have started changing the world.
3: Absolutely. So, um, just to touch back on one thing, what does differentiate us as well as we don't look for just who can pay the money to, to be in the network. It's truly based on high character, high alignment values, um, family first, kind of people first. Um, and with that comes these amazing visionaries, and we have already seen so many people working together. We have um, one of our visionaries is a chief giving officer, so he helps businesses grow more so they can donate more. And he's already worked with several of the members in the network within the first few months, joined their teams to help their donation program. Um, we have publishers, podcasters. Um, you know, basically the verticals are all over the place. So in terms of the connections, they're, you know, their next level, my favorite connections are actually the people who I wouldn't think had anything in common. And all of a sudden they're, you know, just meeting because again, everyone in this network, their goal is to connect. So it does, it transcends verticals. So everyone just meets with each other. And from there you find these commonalities that even you know, Justin or I would never have seen. And these people just start working together.
2: Absolutely. Again, I'm chatting with Dr. Sarah Breen, who uh, recently joined the Brepic Network as the Chief Operating Officer. We've been chatting a lot about the Brepic Network. And again, what makes it so unique and uh, certainly going into 2024, um, I'm seeing a lot more of, of uh, people, professionals, entrepreneurs, business owners, um and leaders that want to have that sense of purpose and uh and and that focus. Uh and uh, certainly uh I think the graphic Network is just incredible in the people that have been brought together and how it's enabled people to become the best version of themselves and the best version of their organizations and so on, which is great. So, uh, Sarah, I, I, I want to uh, move in the conversation into what we were just saying about, uh, again, uh, a, amazing people, high caliber individuals. Um, you and, and Justin have had a uh, quite a an amazing life. Um, we were talking offline a few minutes ago. I've watched when Justin Got into business on his own. I remember sitting in in my office in Skokie and talking about moving on from media, um, working for a company, and starting up his own organization. I've watched um, you in in your uh, in, in in your medical practice, and then again jumping into this. So, how have those shifts been um, over these past few years for you? And, uh, and your husband and now uh, and, and now business partner um, how how have that been and what words of advice would you share with fellow entrepreneurs experiencing that that sort of that urge to make a change but don't quite feel comfortable doing it what, what words of advice would you give
3: Sure yeah I mean there's a lot of highs and lows with entrepreneurship um, you know we, it's it's kind of catching the next high a lot of times and so watching him go through it first I mean luckily for him I had a very stable job. I carried the insurance. He was able to kind of low risk go out on his own, um, but it was still stressful. You know, I mean, it's still there's a lot that <laughs> that goes through your mind when you're when you're going through entrepreneurship for sure. Um, so I've watched it. I've been around it, but truly, you know, living this lifestyle where. We can you know choose what we want to do. You're not you're you know you're in charge of your own schedule. You can work from anywhere. um you we can bring our children along with us, which is really cool. They are a huge part of our lives, and we talk about all of our positives and negatives with them. And so they see entrepreneurship. It's something I never saw as a kid. So I didn't you know, you don't really know what's out there unless you're looking for it. So they get to experience this with us, which is truly the best part. Um, and the biggest thing would be if you're working with your spouse to make sure you have boundaries around work and uh, not working because I just have to tell him, you know what, I'm not not working right now. <laughs> um, it is a little different with your spouse, that's for sure.
2: We could have a whole conversation on that topic alone. Um, Sarah, I really enjoyed our conversation. Uh, congratulations on all of the success. Good luck in 2024. I look forward to having you back on the program. I've certainly learned a lot, and I know our listeners will as well. And one of the most important homework assignments that I'd like to give our listeners is how they can learn more about the Brepic Network. How can they do that, Sarah?
3: Absolutely. So our network uh, website is brepicnetwork.org. Brepic is B-R-E-P-I-C network.org. And you can actually message me right through the website. There's a part that says, um, talk to Sarah.
2: Fantastic, Sarah Breen. Thank you so much for joining us. We're going to squeeze in a quick break with some headlines, commercials. When we come back, we've got a lot more small business jobs and entrepreneurship. We don't want to touch that dial. We've got a lot more in store for you on Get Down to Business. Get Down to Business, and uh, boy, do I have a treat in store for you. I am joined by Ray Kaplan, the owner and head attorney at the Kaplan Law Firm. Ray Kaplan, uh, thanks so much for joining us. really always love having uh, fellow uh, Chicago-based professionals joining the program. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So let's talk about you because this is the first time our listeners are getting to know you. Uh, where did you go to uh, to school, and when did you decide to become an attorney, especially focused on helping families plan uh, student loans uh, and uh, really a very important topic?
4: Well, yeah. So I went to school uh, for undergrad at Boston University, and. Um, Right afterwards, I went to uh, John Marshall Law School here in Chicago. My family's from Chicago, and I grew up uh, downtown Chicago. And um, I started practicing with my father, who was um, a, a bankruptcy attorney, and he had a pretty large bankruptcy practice, and I'd grown up, you know, working there over the summers, and uh, all through actually high school, college, and, and law school, home for breaks and things like that. And um, I, it always kind of sunk in maybe through osmosis that there really was not a lot out there in terms of um, how to help people who had student loans and who had a lot of student loan debt. And back in the day, you could get rid of your student loans in bankruptcy. But then in 2005, they changed that law. And so it was no longer really possible to discharge your student loans in bankruptcy. And this really created a huge problem for borrowers because, well, not only were there people out there who, number one, really don't need to file a bankruptcy, Um, they just have student loan debt, but also people who maybe do need to file a bankruptcy, but then the student loans were a big part of it and there just weren't any good solutions. So um, after practicing for a few years and um, understanding the ins and outs of litigation, things like that, um, I started to focus more on non-bankruptcy solutions for people who had significant student loans whether federal or private and um, and here we are.
2: Amazing. Uh, again, I'm chatting with Ray Kaplan, um, and uh, you, uh, I think what sets you apart from so many other law firms that are out there is uh, your, your personality and your personable nature is, is permeating through the airwaves, uh, which is fantastic. And it's really, it's a stressful topic. Bankruptcy, student loans, it's something that affects so many families, and having you on the other side of the phone or, of course, uh, the other side of the desk is certainly very important. And this is a topic that's getting a lot of attention. There's a lot of change. Uh, Certainly happening uh, policy-wise on the federal level. And I want to spend just uh, two minutes uh, talking a little bit about that. Um, You and I have have talked a little bit about the IDR account adjustment and PSLF waiver. What does that mean and why should our listeners uh, care about that?
4: Well, you're exactly right that this topic creates a lot of anxiety. I can't tell you how many times I have families come into my office and you can just you can sense the tension, right? Because they might have one or two kids who have been accepted at school and the parents really want to send their kids to the best school possible. But when you're talking about tuition that's seventy or eighty thousand dollars a year um, for two kids For four years, I mean, that really puts a financial strain on the family, right? And so what we do is we do a lot of pre-college planning so we can let people know, okay, if you guys take out federal loans... Here's who can be the borrower for the student and for the parents, and here's how to finance your college education. Here's what the payments will look like, and here's how we might be able to get those loans forgiven, depending on the situation, because something most people don't know about federal loans is... Pretty much all of them will get forgiven. It's just a question of when, and you have to know how to get at that relief. That relief is out there for pretty much everybody. You just have to know how to access it. So that's really where we come in. But you're so right. There's been so much going on lately in terms of student loans and student loan law. It's been all over the news, and it's really been um in a lot of the politics lately, in presidential politics, because people recognize that this is a big issue that people have. And um, there have been some huge adjustments under the Biden administration. And one of them is that IDR account adjustment that is honestly the biggest student loan relief program I have ever seen. It's just honestly unprecedented and people need to know how to get at it because this is the difference between having a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand dollars student loan that you've gotta pay, you know, five hundred to a thousand dollars a month on, versus having that debt completely wiped out, tax free, and not even having to pay income tax on it.
2: That's huge. That's huge. And it's definitely something I know you and your team are keeping track of minute by minute because, again, it affects your clients. And like I said earlier, I know you are a uh, passionate educator. You like to share a lot of content and information uh, to make sure, uh, again, uh, throughout Chicago and, and really around the world that folks know what's going on. And it is complex. It is complex indeed. That's why we rely on you and the Kaplan Law Firm. I've been chatting with Ray Kaplan. Ray, how can our listeners get in touch with you if they want to schedule a consultation? Or just uh, schedule time to talk.
4: Absolutely. So they can give us a call at 312 294 8989. So 294 8989. Or check us out at financialrelief.com or raykaplan.com. We've got a ton of content on our site. From different WGN and um, radio appearances and TV appearances, where we talk a lot about student loan law and different remedies for student
2: loans. Absolutely. And we'll link in our show notes as well. Ray Kaplan, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, Again, a quick break on Get Down to Business. We'll be right back.
4: Thank you.
2: Welcome back to Get Down to Business, the show all about small business, jobs, and entrepreneurship. I'm thrilled to be joined by Jean Collins, an award-winning interior designer who left the corporate world behind to find her true self through design and internal reflection. She has written a memoir two feet in lessons from an all in life and certainly an all in life she has had she's been the winner of the 2022 Lux magazine red award she was recently nominated as an hgtv designer of the year and i'm absolutely thrilled once again to be joined by award-winning interior designer and author gene collins thanks so much for joining us
1: thanks shalom for having me it's a pleasure.
2: Absolutely. What a fascinating background you have had. Um, I know you've had a lot in your personal life and I'll, I'll start there before we jump into the professional and all of your accomplishments. Um, you've had a series of, I'll just say what, I'll just say it challenges. Um, understand divorce, some romantic struggles, some drastic career shifts and motherhood. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself that you think is relevant to this conversation?
1: Sure. Um, Yeah. I mean, I'm like everyone. We all have challenges. I just have my set of them. Um, You know, I'm 53 years old. I'm a single parent. My daughter is turning 17 um, and I've been a single parent since she was born. Uh, I've been divorced twice. So gave that a try twice um, and didn't have a lot of luck at that. And, um, you know, I was raised in a nice household and a nice environment. I can't complain about that, but definitely the way I was raised left me with a lot of emotional baggage that I had to deal with later on in life. Um, And then professionally, I have majorly shifted careers twice and now added a third career having written a book. So had a lot go on in the career perspective as well.
2: Absolutely. So All In is a very appropriate uh, description. So um, the, the book, again, Two Feet In, Lessons from an All In Life. What is the meaning behind Two Feet In?
1: Two feet in is really how I realize that I approach life. And so when I come to these crossroads with these challenges, such as, you know, having to decide and my first marriage, for example, once I made that decision, I made that decision and I just jump in with two feet and um, and don't look back. And really what I've realized is that makes me unique in this approach is that I don't let myself get stuck in the negative chatter and the negative mindset that can very often happen when people have to make large decisions in their lives and have to take a risk and I make a decision and I am able to just shut my mind down and just make it and just keep moving forward and trusting myself and trusting the universe that it is going to work out. Okay. And I'm going to make it work.
2: Absolutely. I'm chatting with Gene Collins. Um, who certainly has, uh, had, uh, a, just an amazing, amazing career. Um, and you chronicle, I know your, your journey, the approach that changed your life and, uh, and your work in the book Two Feet in Lessons from an All in Life. So who is the intended audience for this fantastic read? And what is the most important thing that you want readers to take away from your story?
1: So the audience is really, I started out thinking the audience was going to be women in their thirties and forties and fifties and quickly realized that the audience is actually anyone that's over 18 male and female, because I cover so many facets of my life and the different things that I learned along the way um, that I've realized that people can relate to many different parts of my life in many different ways. And so the audience is really very broad Um, and what the ideal audience is someone who is looking to be inspired, looking to be motivated, looking to feel connected with someone who is not a celebrity. Uh, I'm not necessarily a normal person, but I'm not a celebrity. And there are things in my life that a lot of people can connect with in situations. And so my goal is to help inspire people to really become the designers of their own lives and feel like they can give themselves permission to make themselves a priority and make some changes and have a little bit more self-confidence than they might have to really design the life of their dreams.
2: Absolutely, and I, I'm fortunate. Every week, I talk to amazing people doing amazing things in amazing communities. And you know, I, I do talk to a lot of folks that have written a book. And frankly, every single week, I'm inspired and blown away by folks like Eugene that that take the time to capture their story and share those lessons with others. But I'm always fascinated by the networking that goes on behind the scenes. I know you have quite the network, but but what is the reaction been um, in your uh, in your book of contacts? Um, and who are you talking? to about this book? What's what's that process been like?
1: Yeah. So I mean, I because I'm an interior designer, so I talk to everybody from people that are in the interior design industry to authors, to entrepreneurs, to small business owners, to women in business. So the audience of people that I talk to is very broad. And the feedback, I've actually been shocked. At how positive the feedback has been. Because to me, this is my story. This is my life. Um, And sometimes we live in the land of a little bit of imposter syndrome and you're like, how interesting is it really? Um, And then I'll get a text message from someone that says, I read your book in two sittings and I can't tell you how captivated I was. Or I was so motivated by your story and you really made me pause and think about my life in a different way. And so every time I get those messages, it's just reinforcement for it. That's why I bothered to write it. um, Because there things in there about my life that I don't necessarily need to be public or want to be public. But you have to be vulnerable if you're going to try to impact people and inspire them. You have to be vulnerable about your own life and some of the choices and mistakes that you might have made along the way and be honest about it.
2: Yeah, I love that so much. Chatting with uh, Gene Collins, um, who's written a book. Um, but Gene, real, real quick before we go to break, uh, tell our listeners a little bit about your your firm and what you do professionally.
1: So I have a luxury interior design firm based in Connecticut, um, servicing the New England area in addition to nationally. And I focus on helping entrepreneurs and executives design the homes of their dreams. And I really focus a lot on how they want their homes to feel and function. And I do everything from modern design to a little bit more transitional and a little bit of New England and a little bit of everything. And I happen to love it. Love color, love clean. It's a great thing to be able to impact people's lives and their homes because that's where their day starts every day.
2: Absolutely. Well, we're going to squeeze that quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about some of those experiences and lessons that you've learned in corporate America that helps you start your own business. Jen with Gene Collins. We'll be right back and get down to business. Don't touch that dial. And we are back on Get Down to Business, the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. As always, get on my website, sykline.com. And be sure to check out your favorite podcast app. Just search for Get Down to Business. So I'm returning in our conversation with Jane an award-winning interior designer who left the corporate world behind to find her true self through design and internal reflection. And she's chronicled her journey and the approach that changed her life and work in her memoir, Two Feet In, Lessons from All in Life. Gene, welcome back. Thank you so, so much. Minutes before the break, we were talking a little bit about that transition from corporate America and starting your firm, which uh, congratulations on all the success. I'm excited for all you'll do in 2024. So what is the most important lesson that you've learned in corporate America that applies to your small business, but frankly, for entrepreneurs that are tuning into this program?
1: Uh, I learned so many things, but by far, the number one thing I learned in corporate America is that it is so important to build a team of people that have skill sets that you do not. And when you start out with a small business as an entrepreneur, you kind of have to do everything and you have to wear every hat. And there is a feeling of having to be good at everything. And as soon as you let go of that and you realize that you need to be good at whatever you're doing to start your business. But that doesn't mean that you have to be good at bookkeeping or marketing or PR, for example, you have to be good at what you're good at. And the best teams are built of people with complementary skills, but skills that are not exactly the same. And so you will raise the bar for your small business by bringing people onto your team. And they can be freelancers, consultants, they don't have to be employees that have skill sets that you don't, that collectively raises the bar for whatever you're doing for your small business.
2: That's powerful stuff right there, um, and that's relevant for everybody. Um, again, regardless of industry, um, and that's great advice uh, that you're that you're bringing in. So uh, definitely, I know you've had your ups and downs personally, professionally, and certainly you are um, you you've really come across, you've really come out of all of this so strong. And again, powerful woman, powerful entrepreneur, um, with so many words of advice for so many folks. But one of the folks that might be tuning in is your younger self, Gene. Um, if you could go back. And tell your younger self some advice. What would it be?
1: Uh, my younger self. So, I would tell my younger self to not get so trapped into the timeline that society puts us on. And so, society puts us on this timeline that you're supposed to go to high school, you're supposed to graduate, you're then supposed to go to college, you're supposed to get a job, you're supposed to meet a partner or somewhere in there, you're supposed to go to graduate school. I would tell myself to not focus on the timeline and don't focus on my age, focus on my passions. And when you focus on your passions, you're much more likely to build a path for yourself that is surrounded with people that you want to be with and that are like-minded. And you're also much more likely to be successful as opposed to focusing on here are the steps that society wants me to take to supposedly be living what is deemed, and air quotes here, um, a perfect life. So find your passion and follow that first.
2: Great advice right there. Uh, Gene Collins really enjoyed our conversation. I know the book is called Two Feet in Lessons from an All-In Life. And certainly one of the most important bits of advice that I'd share with our listeners is to pick a copy of this book. Um, lots of lessons in it. Um, I know you are very well connected in that interior design world, but the, there's so many lessons for everybody. Gene, how can we get in touch with you and how can we find the book?
1: So the book is two feet in lessons from an all in life. You can find it on Amazon. It's available in hardcover. It's available as an ebook, and also I recorded the audio version of it. So anywhere where you get an audio version, you can find it there. Um, you can follow my business, which is uh, Germar J E R M A R Designs Also on Instagram, Germar J E R M A R underscore Designs. I post there all the time about design, wellness, life. Um, And through that, you can email me anytime. If you read the book, please leave a review. I love to hear from people. I love to get emails, texts, comments, DMs after people read the book. So definitely um, reach out, share your story and leave a review if you like it.
2: So thank you. Awesome. Fantastic. Thank you, Gene. A happy new year to you. And of course, to all of our listeners, be sure to check out our sponsors, Tom and from healthplanschicago.com for all of your health insurance and affordable care needs. You could reach him again on his website, HealthplanChicago.com, or call him 6308 633 3477 6308 That's a wrap for us here. The show all about small business jobs and our entrepreneurship to success. Let's get down to business.